I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, July the 5th. Hope you're having a good day. We are glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, We welcome you, those on the radio app and on the podcast today. And then those who are joining us on Facebook and YouTube, I hope you're having a good day. And I hope you had a great day yesterday, uh, July the 4th. And uh, what a, it was a beautiful day. It was hot, uh, but praise God, we didn't have any problems with any storms, no rain or thunder, lightning and all of that. And I hope you got to celebrate with your uh, friends and family. And I hope you took some time yesterday to thank God for our country, uh, the U.S. of A. I praise God for our country. I preached on Sunday both messages really about our nation uh, and the need of our nation. And uh, Sunday morning, I was uh, preached about Jesus and what his plea was for his nation. Uh, he, he looked over Jerusalem, and uh, he was so broken for his city, for the capital of Israel, Jerusalem. And then Sunday night, I preached from that passage in Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Uh, at the very end of that verse, it says that if we would humble ourselves, pray, seek God's face, turn from our wicked ways, then would God hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and it says, will heal their land. And uh, our nation needs healing. And I'm going to talk about that the next couple Sunday nights about uh, God's people. We need healing. Uh, The church needs healing. Your family, your marriage, uh, your life, your heart, your soul uh, needs healing. We need that. And uh, so I'm looking forward to that. But I enjoyed so much uh, the day Sunday. I enjoyed having all the the flags up. We've still got them up for tonight. Of course, it's it's July fifth, uh, the day after. But I thank God for our country. Hope you pray for your country. Hope you thank God for this country. And I hope this July fourth has been a good reminder for you. Uh, of all that we have to be thankful for in this nation. Praise God for the liberty and the freedom. Of course, July the 4th, 1776, the signing of the Declaration of Independence, the birth of our nation. And uh, what a a blessing to have those 56 signers sign their names. And they said, we pledge our lives, our fortunes, our sacred honor. They, They gave everything. And by the way, most of them didn't just pledge it. Most of them did end up giving their lives and all that they had uh, so that we could have the freedoms that we enjoy today. And thank God so much for uh, that. I want to say I'm looking forward to the service tonight. It's at 7 o'clock. Now, I understand some of you, you're so worn out. Uh, You stayed up late last night. You ate junk food. You had ice cream and hamburgers and hot dogs and everything else under the sun. Uh, But you got to get in church tonight, 7 o'clock, our prayer meeting and Bible study. We're in the book of Revelation. Uh, We'll have our teens on target. They'll be meeting. Um, I guess the teens on target are meeting, Brother Nathan. Yep, that that is affirmative. And uh, Summer Kids Club. And I just want to make sure Brother Nathan was coming to church tonight. You know, I just always, it's always good when the staff comes. But uh, we're looking forward to a great service tonight, 7 o'clock, and then we're looking forward to a great day on Sunday. I hope you make plans to be in church. It is summertime. It is vacation time, and I hope you enjoy the summer, and I hope you take a vacation. 
Uh, but don't take the summer off from God. And don't let the summer be a time when you drift spiritually. Stay close to God. Stay in church. Say, well, I got things to do. Wonderful. Uh, you got daylight till almost 9 o'clock every night. Lots of time to get stuff done. Uh, you got Saturday. Uh, Saturday be a great day to get some stuff done. And then make Sunday a priority to be in the house of God and to worship Him and to put Him first. And God always honors and God always blesses those that honor and obey Him. And I hope you'll do that. Uh, let's uh, go to a song. Here's a great song by the Apusan Trio. Uh, I've been sheltered by His grace. And I thank God I have been sheltered by the grace of God. After this song, we'll get into our Bible study. We're on the subject of prayer uh, right after this song. I've missed out on heartaches. This world feels every day. And I've missed out on a broken home that would steal my joy away. I've missed out on all the things they said I'd miss out on. Oh, but somehow I've a heart of peace. Well, their good times are gone. I've been sheltered by His grace, kept in a safe place. Protected by the prayers of those who've always sought his face in a world of shifting sand. I can hold on to their hand, for they've guided me in how to run this race. And as the years go on, I'll be sheltered by his grace. take the sin away that stained a soul for years. Grace can keep a life that's pure from shedding bitter tears. And the grace that brought me safe this far will safely lead me home. For the truth that they've instilled in me will last when they are gone. I've been by His grace, kept in a safe place, protected by the prayers of those who've always sought His face. In a world of shifting sand, I can hold on to their hand, for they've guided me in how to run this race. And as the years go on, be sheltered by his grace and as the years go on i'll be sheltered by his grace amen i'm thankful for that uh, no matter what happens uh, I'll be sheltered by God's grace and uh, praise the Lord for that great song. Let's look in our Bibles. If you want to turn to a passage, I'd like for you to turn to, uh, I don't know, I got two I want you to look at. You can choose. We're going to be in 1 Samuel chapter 1 
and we're going to be in Daniel chapter 6 uh, today. So, or maybe you want to find both of them if you're, if you're good at, at finding passages. But 1 Samuel 1 and Daniel chapter 6. We're talking today in the subject of prayer. We're talking about um, a petition. And, and what, what does that have to do with praying? Well, a petition is a request. Uh, it is a prayer for something that is needed or desired. Uh, it is a petition. Literally, it means to ask to urge or to press. So if I need a, a cup of, of coffee, and uh, so I, I, I just, I keep thinking, boy, I wish Brother Nathan would get me a cup of coffee. I wish he, well, guess what? I'm gonna have to ask um, because Brother Nathan doesn't know what I'm thinking. Now you say, well, God knows what we're thinking. You're right, he does. But isn't it amazing that even though he knows what, we, what we're thinking, he knows what we need, God still wants us to ask. And that is how we pray, a petition. It is to ask, it is to make a request. Um, Philippians 4, 6, the Bible says, um, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Matthew 7, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. How about this verse, James 4, verse number 4, ye have not because ye ask not. 1 John 5, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Let's look at 1 Samuel chapter 1. Here is the story of Hannah praying for a son. And by the way, I'm glad she prayed for a son because that son was Samuel. And Samuel was used so mightily by God in the nation of Israel. What a difference that one prayer made that she asked. But it says in verse number 17 of 1 Samuel 1, Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace. And the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him. The Bible says in verse 27, she, Hannah says, For this child I prayed, and the Lord hath given me my petition, which I asked of him. Here was a woman that had a petition, and she didn't keep it quiet. She didn't keep it to herself. She let God know. She asked, and God answered. That's what prayer is. Prayer is asking, and as John R. Rice said, prayer is asking, and the answer to prayer is receiving. God wants us to ask. It says in Daniel chapter 6, this is where Darius signed a decree that no one could pray to any other God except for to him for 30 days. Now, obviously, he was tricked into that. But here's what it says in verse number uh, 7. It says, all the presidents of the kingdom and the governors and the princes, the counselors, the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any God or man for 30 days, save of thee, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. Well, guess what happened? Verse number uh, 13, then answered they and said before the king, that Daniel, which is of the children of the captivity of Judah, regardeth not thee, O king, nor the decree that thou hast signed, but he maketh his petition three times a day. Daniel got in trouble. Now, they, the king signed the decree that you couldn't pray and ask for any petition for anybody except for from the king for 30 days. Well, Daniel broke that the first day because his, his, his routine, his, his habit, his practice was that three times every day he would come before God 
and make his request known. Now, this is convicting, but I want to ask you this question. If that were a law that you couldn't pray to God for 30 days, how long would it take you to break that law? I hope it wouldn't take long. I hope it would be, you would say, well, I'm guilty because every day I pray, every day I ask God for things, every day I make my request known unto God. A petition, it is a request. I want to ask you, uh, what is your request today? What is it that you have asked God for today? You say, well, I really haven't asked him for anything. Well, well let's ask. Uh, let's, let's pray. That's what God wants us to do. First Chronicles chapter 4, we find the story of Jabez. There are more than 500 names mentioned in the genealogy in First Chronicles, but yet God mentioned Jabez. You say, why? Maybe it's because Jabez needed something from God and he was not afraid to ask. And the Bible says God granted him that which he requested. Charles Spurgeon said, asking is the rule of the kingdom. It is a rule that will never be altered in anybody's case. If the royal and divine Son of God, divine Son of God, cannot be exempted from the rule of asking that you may have, you and I cannot expect to have the rule relaxed in our favor. God will bless Elijah and send rain on Israel, but Elijah must pray for it. If the chosen nation is to prosper, Samuel must plead for it. If the Jews are to be delivered, then Daniel must intercede. God will bless Paul, and the nations will be converted through him, but Paul must pray. And pray he did without ceasing. His epistles show that he expected nothing except by asking for it. Here's what I'm saying. You read the scriptures. God did some great and mighty things, but it was first because somebody was willing to ask. Somebody was willing to make a request to God. In Mark 10, we find the story of a blind man by the name of Bartimaeus. But Jesus asked him, he said, what wilt thou that I should do unto thee? Now, Jesus knew what the blind man wanted. He knew what the blind man needed, but he wanted the blind man to ask. You say, well, I don't, that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't have to make sense to you. It doesn't have to make sense to me. But that is the way that God has intended is that his people pray, that his people ask. This is petition. E.M. Bounds said, prayer is the language of a man who is burdened with a sense of need. Not to pray is not only to declare that there is nothing needed, but to admit to a non-realization of that need. When we don't pray, not only are we saying we don't need it, we're saying we don't even realize we need it. Petition is not the prayer of a man opening his heart's door to release God's power, but rather it is man opening his heart's door to receive power that is already appropriated by God. We must depend upon God every day. Jesus told his disciples, when you pray, pray like this, give us this day our daily bread. We must depend upon God every day and for every need. I want to tell you today, friend, that this is an important part of prayer. Yes, we need to praise. Yes, we need to confess. Yes, we need to claim scripture and quote scripture. But if we don't ask, we're not going to see the answers to those prayer, uh, prayers. I hope today, I hope you'll, you'll make a list and say, here are some things that I need God to do. And then don't just leave them on the list, but then call out those needs to God. Ask God that he would hear and that he would answer. And he can, and he will when we pray. I hope that helps you on this day, and hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, 
Would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.